Hello, hello guys, this is Light in Life with your host, hashtag Peace Babe, Amanda Stanley, and today I get a literal, a little bit vulnerable when it comes to mistakes that I've made in my personal business over the last three years. I wanted to share this because I want some of you guys to learn a little bit from my personal mistakes and maybe either avoid them or know that mistakes happen and there's always a lesson in the mess and a lesson behind when you falter, when you fall. A lot of times it comes to just worthiness and know that running a business isn't always easy. A lot of times it's just you got to learn along the way. You got to do it. You got to figure it out. So I wanted to share these five different things with you guys um, and hope you do get value from it. If you do screenshot this, include this in your Instagram stories, tag me. I'm at the peace babe. Also go over to Apple iTunes, leave me a five-star review and a love note so I can shout you out. You are amazing and enjoy. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Hope you're having a fantastic evening so far. So we're going to just get right into it. If you guys are hopping on live, let me know in the comments where you're coming in from. If you're watching the replay, let me know what time you guys are watching and where you're coming in from. So I have been in my current company, my current business for three, just under three years. And I wanted to share some business lessons that I have learned um, in the three years that I have been in business that I wish I learned a little bit faster to kind of help you guys out. So I absolutely love network marketing, but I do know that the biggest thing when it comes to business in general is you are going to fail. You are absolutely going to fall flat on your face. You're absolutely going to make mistakes. You're absolutely going to have moments where you just get so frustrated in what you're doing or maybe trying to learn along the way. So that is very, very normal. I want you guys to know that failing and falling is very normal, but you don't fail You don't truly fail unless you absolutely 100% quit. So I'm going to kind of give you my five. I probably can think of more than this, but I wanted to keep this pretty short tonight on the Saturday. But these are my probably top five mistakes that I have made over the past three years that I do wish that I kind of got in gear and learned a little bit faster. Hi, Loretta. How's it going? So the first one is creating a schedule. Now I will tell you, I am one that absolutely hates schedules. Hi Tara, how's it going? I hate schedules, cannot stand them. I've never been a fan of schedules. It's just something that I have always fought my entire life. Now I'll tell you, I like some form of schedules. I like when certain things are at certain times, like there are certain things that I will follow, like eating between 4.30 and 6 o'clock and getting up at a certain time. Rough schedules in certain aspects are my jam. But when I started network marketing, it was to have time freedom, right? That's how most people start network marketing. That's one reason at least is for time freedom. So I started this business for time freedom and I never 
created a schedule. I kind of went on the whim on every single day, went on the whim on everything. I went to my trainings when needed. I went to certain meetings that were scheduled when needed, but I did not ever follow a schedule. Don't do that guys. Don't do that. Create some form of schedule. Even if you're a busy mom, even if you're a busy parent, even if you work outside the house, create some form of schedule that incorporates your day and your business and what you're going to do throughout the day. Now, the cool thing is when you're in network marketing, you can create whatever schedule works best for you. So if you want family time, schedule in family time. And that's the thing that I learned when it came to schedules is that schedules aren't the bad thing. It's when you aren't scheduling appropriately for your personal needs, for your business needs, that's when it becomes the problem. So you can absolutely create that time freedom, but schedule it in. So if you want to not be on your phone from four to six o'clock, like me, typically my phone is down from four to six o'clock. I cook dinner. A lot of times I will do it live, but I'll cook dinner, then I'll sit down to eat, then I'll clean up and then I'll spend a little time with my family. And then I will pick back up with some work. But between the hours of four and six, it's a little bit harder to get a hold of me because typically I don't touch my phone. So I put that in my schedule as dinner and family time. So make sure that you are scheduling appropriately for your priorities, for the things that matter to you. So that is tip number one. Tip number two is cut out the fluff work sooner. I wish I did this a long, long time ago. I will tell you getting caught in the scroll of Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, there is no end to the For You page, guys. There is no end to any of social media. They do that for a reason. So stop scrolling Facebook unintentionally. Stop scrolling your news feeds unintentionally. That is fluff work in your business that you don't need to actually do to build a sustainable business. Nine, 80 to 90% of my business is pretty much in Messenger on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. The rest of it is creating content. I cannot tell you, I hardly ever scroll Facebook now. When everybody else is worrying about certain things that are happening on in the world right now, or complaining about how everybody's negative on Facebook, I only feel that way for me when I start catching myself scrolling. If I'm not scrolling, I don't ever feel like that because I'm not consuming that type of content. And that's just one example of fluff work. That's probably a very primary common example of fluff work in your business that you think scrolling Facebook is going to get you business leads and that it's gonna build your business and it's not. So cut out the fluff work sooner. What are the real things that actually build your business? What are the real things, the meat and the gravy that actually earns you money for your family, that actually helps create relationships in your business? So very typically those are creating content, authentic content. 
Now I see a lot of people in network marketing and direct sales that on their page, it's just copy and pasting from their company flyers. It's all company flyers and then sometimes you'll put your, your link there or you will post and do the copy and paste from somebody else. That's not gonna build your business. You want to build your brand on your page. You want to build authenticity on your page. You scroll my page, for example, on my, let's just say Facebook for right now. If you scroll my page, every single thing I post is authentic to me. Every single thing I post is something that I have written. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't take quotes here and there and memes that I like, but I will take that and either recreate the photo or I will put in the caption why it actually means something to me, why it matters to me, and I will write about it. I don't just post the meme and say, here you go, here's some content. No, you wanna make it authentic to you. You wanna share your life. You wanna share your truth. You wanna share you. Your social media, when you are building a business in network marketing, your social media is your brand. You are your brand, you. Not your company, not your products, not what you sell. You are your brand. And you will, that is part of fluff work when you are sitting there copying and pasting, copying and pasting, copying and pasting, taking a company flyer, taking a flyer that somebody else posted, and then just sticking it on your wall and putting your link there and said, buy my product. That isn't running a business. Another fluff work thing can be, um, constantly consuming anything. So we talked about scrolling the news feeds, but you can constantly consume stories. You can constantly consume on Pinterest. If you're looking for content for your business, make sure that you're doing it intentionally and setting a timer. So big money making ones are creating content, saying you're in your messenger. 80 to 90% of your time should be in your messenger building relationships and talking to people. Finding new people, finding those people in groups, finding those people in using the hashtag system on Instagram, finding those people using the hashtag system on, um, on TikTok. So finding people to, finding new people for your page. And then, like I said, just constantly having conversations commenting and loving on people is still fluff work. It is important to learn your people to build a relationship. But if that's all you're doing in your business, it is absolutely fluff work and is not building your business. So that is tip number two. Tip number three is have higher standards. Now this is literally everything in my business. Having higher standards when it comes to the people I speak to when it comes to saying no to people, and I will tell you as a business owner, you do not have to sell to everybody that wants to buy your product. In the past month, it's month, month, month and a half alone, I have said no to multiple people who are interested in my product because we don't energetically align. And if we don't energetically align, it's gonna be a real big struggle 
It's going to be draining for me. It's going to be draining for them. So I simply just say, I wish you well on your journey. I think if you're looking to start on the product, you would be better fit with somebody else as your coach and just send them on their way. It's okay to say no to people. And I think as a business owner, we forget that we need to have standards in our business and that it is okay to say no. A lot of times we'll think in our minds, and I had this mindset for a very long time. If you say no to somebody who wants to buy your product, that you've now lost out on money. But what ends up happening is it actually leaves more room and more space for the people that are really aligned with you. And that comes to my second tip when it comes to standards is having higher standards in the people that I accept into my life and my relationships online. So I primarily build a business on social media. And I will tell you, I have kept a lot of people on my social media because I know they get value from my content. I know they love my page. I know they love me. But at the same time, if we're not energetically aligned or if they're very draining to me, then it's having that standard to say, it's okay to let them go. It's okay to delete them as a friend. If they want to follow me, awesome. But it's okay for them to not be directly on your friends list. Or you can you can hide their content if it's draining you. You can delete them as a friend. You can block them if you need. But utilizing those tools to make sure that you stick to the standards that you set for yourself. What standards are you holding yourself to? And another standard is the standards when it comes to, and we'll talk about this in tip number four as well, the standards when it comes to um, a virtual assistant or any sort of assistant that helps you in business, standards with business partners, standards with customers, standards with everything and everybody. I literally have a standard in what I set for myself for what I complete through the day as well. So what are the standards that you are holding in your business and holding yourself accountable to? If this is making sense, drop a yes below in the comments. Tip number four is don't be afraid to ask for help. I am very notorious for this. I hate asking for help, except when it comes from my husband and then it's a little bit easier. I don't know why. I can ask for help from him, but asking for help in general was really hard for me because it means letting go of some form of control. I don't know about you guys, but especially when it comes to my business, I like to have the control. I like to be able to, to do the things that I need to do and be in control of that. If you're the same way, put a hand raise emoji below in the comments. I think if you're, if you're on my page, you're probably the same way as me. So asking for help for me was actually getting a VA. And I will tell you, this was probably one of the hardest things that I had to do because I'm very picky on the system in my business. I'm very picky on what I do in my business. I'm very picky in how I word certain things in my business. And I wanted to make sure that whoever was helping me do the things that don't 
need my personal DNA was holding themselves to the same standard that I held myself to. Now I'll tell you, it isn't easy. And a lot of times it comes with constant communication with your VA or whoever you ask for help from. So you can even hire out when it comes to house cleaning, even hire out when it comes to babysitting or um, grocery shopping. So having that communication is going to be really, really important when it comes to any of those things in general. But don't be afraid to ask for help. If there's something that you know that you cannot take on 100% yourself or does not need 100% of your DNA, hire out, ask for help. Go and so my VA is on vacation right now, but my VA will sit there and they will reply to some of my comments, not all of them. They will reply to some of my comments. They will check to see if people are already in my um, my personal group. They will um, sort my inbox for me because Facebook especially, all the things are changing. So it takes away like my ability to uh, sort through unread messages all the time, things like that. So my VA will do certain things like that. Or some of the fluff work like commenting on people's posts or like commenting on in our customer group, in our business group. Those are things that I can hire out that don't need my personal DNA. So what is it in your business that you can have them do that doesn't need your DNA? And the last tip is probably the biggest tip is tip number five, get over the fear of success faster. And this took me a very long time and even I still have moments now where I catch myself wondering if I am worthy of success. And that's very, very normal when it comes to business because we're so trained in our life to not reach for the sky and not reach for the universe and not dream larger. We're so programmed to play small in our life. We are so programmed to just squeak by and live status quo. And for me, it took me a very long time to get over the fear of success. And because of that, I self-sabotaged in my business over and over and over again in numerous areas, most of these areas that I mentioned, but in numerous areas of my business, I self-sabotaged because I was scared of success. I was scared of when, if, when I reach my goals, if I would, if I will keep them or if I would lose it or if I would be able to handle it and I would go through in my mind all these what if scenarios. Guys, you are so worthy of success. And I'm saying this to myself as well. We are all so worthy of success, but it is very normal to have that fear. But know that divine timing has you and know that if you're putting in the actions, you will see success and you deserve it. You don't deserve to play small in your life. You don't deserve to not 
do the things that you want. You don't deserve to just squeak by. You don't deserve to not be able to say yes to your kids when you want or say yes to yourself or to struggle financially or to struggle with anything. You deserve to build the life that you want, period. So go out and get it. But these five things were things that took me a very long time. I've been in business about three years and most of them took until about pretty recently to learn and to kind of just be real and be open and be honest with myself that that was what was happening and this is what needed to change. And me coming to you guys and saying this to you is also holding myself accountable, but it's also saying to you, don't make these same mistakes. And if you do, it's okay. Learn from them, get back up, do it again. Change it and move forward. Don't keep making the same mistakes over and over and over again. It's self-sabotage. And it probably goes back to lesson number five, which is a fear of success. Don't allow yourself to self-sabotage yourself because of that. So I love you guys. I appreciate you. If you got value from this, do me a quick favor. Drop the word value below in the comments. You guys are absolutely amazing. Also, screenshot this. Include this in your Instagram stories. Tag me. I'm at the peace babe. Also, if you feel so inclined or have an iPhone, go to Apple um, Podcasts and go over to my podcast. Leave me a five-star review and a love note so I can shout you guys out as well. You guys are amazing. Until tomorrow, this is Light and Life with hashtag Peace Babe, Amanda Stanley. You guys rock.